0: Welcome to the Implementation Hub. I am your host, Ebony, and I help you to use what you have to get the results that you need now. On this episode, I like to discuss with you what I call the five big ones. Yes, the five big ones. These are the top five questions everyone asks themselves, which once you can answer these questions, you will know that you already possess everything you need to get where you are now. In this big, beautiful thing that we call life and living, there are a myriad of questions that we ask ourselves on a daily basis. Sometimes we don't realize we're asking ourselves these questions, but as situations and circumstances arise, when you dial it back and you start to think about them, you're really only ever asking yourself five questions, and the five questions are these. Number one is, who am I? Number two is where did I come from? Number three, why am I here? Number four, what can I do? And number five, where am I going? So we're gonna talk and discuss a little bit about these five questions. You yourself, your friends, your family, and every person that you will ever come into contact with at one point or another, at some point in their lives, We are gonna ask ourselves these questions. Why? Because they are the questions that once we answer them, we will get a stronger and a more positive idea of why we're here. Let's speak about the first question, who am I? So who you really are speaks to your identity. A lot of us don't understand our identity. We don't know what we are how we are the way we are. We don't understand what we are and how we are the way we are. Your identity is who you are. It's all of your idiosyncratic behavior, it's all of your quirks, all of your desires, all of your likes, all of your dislikes. Your identity is wrapped up at the core Of who you are. A lot of times we wear name brand and even in wearing name brand we should stop to ask ourselves why do we like wearing name brand? I can make something and wear my own name brand and whether or not it'll be a good design that's something left to be desired but a lot of times we put on other people's identity and other people's images and imagery does that say that we don't like our identity? If we knew what our identity was, would we want to brand that? So a lot of times we put on other people's ideas of what looks good. Has that ever happened to you? You went out shopping with a friend and you go into the dressing room because you chose something that you liked. You like the color, you like the way it fit on the mannequin. And you said, I'm going to Choose my size, go into the dressing room, and I'm going to come out. Bam. So you come out of the dressing room and your friend looks like, eh. And you're like, what? This doesn't look good. And they're like, eh. So now you say, all right, well, maybe this is not the right size. Well, if you knew who you was, if you knew what you liked and you were confident in what you liked, you would say, oh, that's funny you don't like that, but I do, so I'm going to get it. So you are fine the way you are. The things that you like is okay. Now, I have to put this caveat in there because there are different, a lot of different mindsets going on in the world that are out there. Whatever you like, as long as it does not cause harm to anyone else is fine. Your taste in clothes is fine. Your taste in food is fine. Your taste in movies are fine. Whatever it is that you like, if you like going to sit in a coffee shop by yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. If you like to go to the movies by yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. If you like to go out to a restaurant and eat by yourself, that's fine. If you like to have a dinner party with friends, that's okay. If you like to go out and be around people, that are talking about your uh, latest book or a movie, a movie premiere. What I'm trying to get across is everything that you find yourself liking, whether or not someone else likes it or not, that's inconsequential. You like it, so therefore, it makes it okay. There's fragrances that you may like that someone else may not like. It's okay for you to like that fragrance. Now when you're going out with them, you might not want to wear it because they get a headache or nauseous or hopefully that doesn't happen when you're wearing what you really like around someone. But all that to say is your identity is your natural likes, your natural desires, as long as it does not cause harm to anyone else. So once you find out who you really are, what you really like. You'll be better equipped to go out into this world and make that much of a greater impact. There are models that some people think are beautiful. You may not think they're beautiful, it's okay. There may be a model that you think is beautiful or you may not think is beautiful but everybody else thinks they are, it's okay. So your identity is steeped in your natural inclinations who you are, what you like, where you like to go, what you like to read, what you like to watch. All these things comprise of your identity, whether you like to be around people or whether you don't like to be around people. They have titles for it, labels, introvert, extrovert. Some people morph those ideas and they say, I like to be around people sometimes or I like to be around people 80% of the time. Then they'll make another label for that. But what you really like, who you are, where you go, what you gravitate to, all those things make up your identity. It makes up your uniqueness. And your identity and who you are, it is fine. You are fine the way you are. Yes, there's growth and development tracks that you can get on. There's constantly allowing yourself to grow, to evolve, to up-level your consciousness. There's all those things that you can do but I want you to know at the core of you you are fine the way you are yes there's improvements but there is nothing wrong with the core of who you are number two where did I come from this speaks to your to your source this speaks to where you came from a lot of times we think it's our ethnicity and our family tree the thing is where they came from is the same place you came from and a lot of times in our families we have mixed cultures I don't say mixed races because there's only one race which is human the human race so we have mixed cultures but you do not come from that culture It is not your identity. And you consequently will not know who you are unless you know where you're from. So when you want to ask yourself, where did I come from? How can I know where I came from? Or how can I know who I am unless I know where I came from? How can I know where I came from unless I know who I am? So those questions, they revolve around each other. So we're talking about your source, where you came from. There are people that have different beliefs. All souls came from God. We did not come from a random burst of cells coming together. A lot of study, a lot of research have been done with that. And some people ascribe to the evolution theory and some people don't. We came from God that created us in his image after his likeness. So when we understand that we came from someone that created us to be perfect in who we were, that we came here complete, then the need to be like other people, it will lessen dramatically. If you know that you came here with the right stuff, then it will help you not to look to other things, to fill yourself with extra things because you came here complete. When something is created, it is not sold before it's created. It's created, then sold. And we're talking about inanimate objects. But because we're talking about, on this instance, people, humans, humanity, God created us. And then he sent us here. He sent us here complete, having everything that we would need. Now, our identity is to be discovered. We are perfect the way we are. A lot of times we don't know what we who we are until we start discovering different things. One day you like cheesecake, the next day you don't. One day you don't like to bake, the next day you do. So all these things that you discover, you'll learn that they add to your identity. So your source and where you came from is God, which is perfect, and he created us. Perfectly, We are imperfectly perfect. So we have flaws and everything else. But this podcast is really to use what you have in order to get what you need now. Knowing who you are, knowing your identity, and knowing your source, where you came from, it helps you to understand that it is not something that you need to get. You already have it. Certain things need to be discovered, but you came from God and you have everything that you need. Yes. Things need to be built upon. Yes. You need to train yourself. Yes. You need to be in a growth track, development track, and all those wonderful things. However, That's not to diminish the fact that you came here with everything you need. So if you're gonna study, you came here with the ability to study. If you're going to learn to sing, you came here with the capacity to learn how to sing. So things must be built upon in order for them to become greater, but you had it in you in the beginning. So I really hope that that makes sense to you. So number three, why am I here? And that speaks to your purpose. Have you ever asked yourself, why am I on this planet? What purpose am I here for? You are here for a very basic, specific purpose. You are here to solve a problem. No matter what job you have, no matter what family you're in, no matter what denomination you ascribe to, no matter what political party you ascribe to, you are here at the base level to solve a problem. There are so many problems in this world and how do you know which problem you are meant to solve? What is it that gets your goat? What is it that you feel that's all I can stand? I can't stand it no more. What is it that gets you to the point where you feel something has got to change? I can't take this anymore. Things do not have to be like this. When you find yourself feeling that way about a particular subject or topic or problem, a social ill or a community problem, that is what you are here to solve. A lot of times people make it complicated. It's not complicated. Everybody is not meant to solve the same things, but everybody is meant to solve similar things. And that's when you have the ability to choose what friends you have because you know you were meant to solve, let's say you were meant to address the area of homelessness. So as you're going through to find out how you can eradicate homelessness in your area, you will run into someone that has the same desire and then a friendship will be forged. Friendships are forged best with the idea of what you were born to solve because you're knit at another level. It's not a superficial level that you're knit together on. So you are here, your purpose for being here, your sole purpose for you being here is for you to solve a problem. Your birth actually announced to the world, dun, 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 dun. this person is here, now this problem is gonna be addressed. This problem is going to cease to exist because this person was born. You don't deploy uh, troops in an area that don't need to be rescued. The reason we're born is to solve a problem. So that's your purpose. That's why you're on this great, big, beautiful, green planet is to solve a problem. Everybody's meant to solve a different problem. That's why there are many people in the world. All right. So number four, what is my, uh, what can I do? We already addressed what is my purpose. So number four is what can I do? And that speaks to your potential. You are not bound by the test you took. In school, a lot of times they'll say, well, take this test and we'll see how smart you are. There really no measures to indicate how smart you are. A lot of times you get into a job or you get into school, they give you life credit. They give you that credit because you've lived and you've experienced things. So there really no barometers to test how really smart you are. It's not if you're smart, it's how are you smart. Everybody is smart in a certain regard. So what you can do speaks to your potential, the true power of what you are capable of doing. And really, you can do anything. So these questions really are mirroring each other. Once you find out why you are here, once you find out your identity, where you came from, you find out your purpose, then you can say, okay, well, what can I do? If I was created in the image of God, if I was created perfect, if he's my source and my purpose is to solve a problem, then what can I do? You can do anything that you choose to do. There are rules, there are laws, there are regulations. This is where the growth and development track comes in handy because if you wanna solve a problem, then you will look at the laws that's governing that problem and a lot of times you take a law and you look at it and you realize, wow, that's not right. Things are meant to be challenged. We're not cookie cutter people. We can't, we didn't just come into this world to say, oh, that's the way it is, okay. No, that's how roads were built because someone looked at this great mass of rock and said, well, I wanna get from this side to that side and I don't wanna go all the way around. Let's put some dynamite down this line and let's get rid of this rock. Let's pave the road and now we're able to get from town to town city to city, state to state, on a road because someone put some dynamite in the middle of rock. Well, guess what? You are like dynamite put in the middle of rock in this earth to create and to forge paths for people to travel on more safely. So your potential is your true power. If God created you, which in fact he did, then he gave you everything that you would need. So to discover yourself is to discover what your true potential is. When you look at a socket um, in the wall and you have a plug for your phone and your battery is dead, that socket represents the potential. But your phone will never be charged if you do not take that phone and plug it up into that wall So with your potential, you can do anything you can create, you can challenge laws, you can change laws, you can make laws, you can do whatever it is your heart desires to do because you have the potential. You really have the potential of God. The only thing that limits you is yourself, which brings us to the last question, where am I going? And that speaks to your destiny. So you are, if if you were to answer that question and say, where are you going? You can go as far as you want to go. And that goes to potential. So you see how these questions, they mirror each other and it's a group. That's why it's called the five big ones. The top five questions everyone asks themselves. So you can go. As far as your destiny, wherever you want to go. You can go as far as you want to go, as deep as you want to go, as high as you want to go, as wide as you want to go. The only prerequisite from where you are to your destiny and the question of where you're going is to get rid of self-limiting beliefs. Everything that you say you cannot do, you really can do. In order for you to do that, getting rid of those self-limiting beliefs, it's your ticket. So when you get rid of those self-limiting beliefs, that gives you permission to go further than when you first believed. So we all have the desire to get to our next. We all have a desire to get to our destiny. What's standing in between that is that river of limiting beliefs. When we get rid of that river of limiting beliefs, then we realize we can walk through that river because it's no longer there on dry ground to get to our destiny. So who am I that speaks to your identity? Where do I come from? Speaks to your source. Why am I here? Speaks to your purpose. What can I do? Speaks to your potential. And where I am going speaks to your destiny. I ask myself these questions a lot of times and often. Because you have to continue to challenge yourself to get back to your original intent. Your job is an indicator of, can be, let's say, an indicator of what it is you're meant to do. Sometimes you get a job because you are, um, you have to afford your living expenses. So sometimes your job is not an indicator. But a lot of times, even though that may not be what you would wanna do, in that job that you're doing, there's something that you could take away and apply to that, which you will eventually end up doing. Nothing is wasted. I don't care if you had 20 jobs in your life, 50 jobs in your life, every juncture that you've been in called that job can be taken and pieced together to create the foundation for what you need for your destiny. So these questions, ask yourself, you know, get a pen. I'm always an advocate for getting a pen and a pad to write things out and to really flesh things out because when you hear them, some things stick out to you and some things don't. But when you sit down with a pen and a pad, what is on the inside of you really comes out and you're able to read it. And once you get something down on paper and you're able to read it, it helps you to be able to Forge a better path in where you're going. So you were created in the image of God. You were created perfectly. And everything that you need because you came from God, it's in him. So asking him, communing with him, asking, okay, what should I do with this? Know that you're not in this world by yourself. You didn't create yourself. Your mom and dad uh, came together. They were used to birth you in this earth, but God created them as well. And because everything that he gave you to do came from him, the best thing to do is go to the maker, go to the manufacturer, go to the creator to find out what it is that he will have you to do in a particular situation. Your purpose, you are here to solve a problem. Everything that's in this earth realm, there's an answer for it. Uh, In the tech world, they say there's an app for that or press the easy button. Your birth signified the easy button. You are the easy button. A lot of times you're looking for help, you are the help. And the same thing that you have a problem with, that's the very thing that you're meant to solve in other people's life. So if you find yourself in a challenge and you keep finding yourself in a challenge, let's say financially, if you find out, because that's a big one for people. If you find out that you're being challenged financially, whether you believe you have enough or whether you don't have enough, whether you believe you can get this or whether you believe you can't get that. Once you find out the way, (laughs) there's a book, there's a podcast, there's a movie, there are classes There's so many workshops that you can create to help other people. So your problems today is someone's roadmap out of it tomorrow. So don't think it's strange that you're finding yourself plagued or riddled with a situation. That's because it's meant for you to conquer it and be that pioneer to be that roadmap for someone else. So that speaks to your purpose, your potential, and your destiny. Where you are going, is great because guess what, honestly, you may not know it, but you've been there already because God finished you. He knows the end from the beginning, so he finished you and put you here so that you could finish and have the same result that he had before he sent you here. I know that's a lot, replay that if you need to. But the five big ones, if you ask yourself those questions, you will realize that everything that you need You have it to get what you have now. There are things that you can do to grow. There are things you can do to develop. But know that everything you need, you have. Sometimes it seems like you don't have what you need. It was a hard pill for me to swallow too. But I realize I do have everything I need. Dust off those things that you think are insignificant. There are things around your house, if you're struggling financially, there are things around your house that you don't need sell them They are talents gifts and abilities that you have you may think making a flyer on Canva is easy well someone else does not think is easy sell your services you may think speaking is easy for you it is if you if English is your first lesson your native tongue uh, your first language English speaking English is easy to you it may not be easy to someone else help someone else learn how to speak English. Everything that you can do easily, take inventory of the gifts, the talents, and the abilities you have. And believe me, you have what people want. You just think that they're insignificant. I went through that myself as well. But these five questions, ask yourself, get a pen, get a pad, write them down. Remember My name is Ebony. I am your host. This is the implementation hub. You have everything you need to get what you want now until next time.